0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports, now with Kent Sterling. It's Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, like we always are. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. Make him your dentist. Why don't you do it today? Give him a call, 317-849-2933. Punch, subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's go, let's talk about sports, shall we? We're all excited today because it's Wednesday and nobody ever loses on Wednesday, right? We look ahead. We've forgotten the previous Sunday. That was three days ago. We're looking ahead to next Sunday. That's four days from now. We got lots of things to talk about. Some of them good, some of them bad. Let's go over the injury report a little bit, which was just released by the Colts. Uh, Darius Leonard did not practice today. He's got that ankle that was surgically repaired and kept him out of camp for a little while. We thought... That maybe, because we're cynics, we thought that maybe Darius and the team had decided, you know what, let's concoct all this ankle nonsense, so that Darius sitting while his contract extension was prepared and then finally executed, that nobody had asked us, you know, what's he doing on the sidelines, healthy, why why is he cooling his heels waiting for this extension? Cynics thought that maybe that was true. Evidently not. He's got an ankle, so he sat out practice today, had the ankle last week, same thing. Uh, No Quentin Nelson, he's got the back, he's got the foot, so he sat today, which is the same thing he did last week, so that's not terribly bad news. Uh, Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes, he didn't practice today, not terribly bad news, but Braden Smith didn't practice today either, and he's got that... Uh, that foot and I don't know what's going on with all the feet with the Indianapolis Colts but I hope they hire a podiatrist at some point and get these guys ready to compete from the ankles down if they can get that done. I know that's a lot of weight for feet to carry and so you got a guy like Curie you got a guy like Braden these guys are going to have foot problems because they're running around like they weigh 180 pounds but they really weigh about 320. Yikes that's a lot of stress on a foot. So he didn't practice today. How many of these guys are going to be able to play on Sunday? You hope, hello Nathan, you hope that Xavier can play. And Frank Reich, when he spoke to the media today, said that he's going to get some run in practice this week. So that leaves open the door for the possibility that Xavier Rhodes is going to be able to go on Sunday. And that's important. Braden Smith, they really don't know. And they, they were very cagey. And talking about Braden Smith's injury didn't really reveal anything about it. Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, I think we can project out of the field. Now, Eric Fisher, when he spoke to the media today, you got the feeling that he was ready to go. He says he feels great. Frank Reich, a little more dodgy about it. Uh, Eric Fisher was limited today. That's good news. Does that mean he's going to play on Sunday? No, not necessarily. What they've got to look at, they've got to see technique. They've got to see quickness and they've got to see conditioning because it's not good for him to come in and play eight plays and then go sit down because he's exhausted. You can't have that. Ah, oh, my quad's tired. I got to sit. No. If you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. Otherwise, you got Julian Davenport as the starting left tackle and perhaps Pryor as the starting right tackle. Yikes. Born again. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, so, uh, then you've got al qadin Muhammad. Who's got a little bit of an ankle? You've got Kamoko Ture, who's got a groin. Those two guys were limited today, as was Quiddy Pay. I don't like Quiddy Pay being limited. All right? Uh, did the team or coach get yelled at, or is everybody taking it day by day? Nobody gets yelled at with the Colts. They're very nice guys. I'll tell you this, though, because the place where Chris Ballard watches the games is kind of, as the media sits, it's on our way to the can. All right? And if things aren't going well, you can hear Chris Ballard through that closed door. I don't know to what extent there is any soundproofing, but it doesn't work. Because you can hear every word that Chris Ballard says. And I don't hover there and wait for him to blow up. And, and I never talk about what I hear him say. All right, but walking by as, you know, two-minute warning, time to, you know, take care of your business You hear some yelling from inside that room, which I think is not dissimilar to what we heard with Bill Polian, who is a yeller as well. Okay, let's talk about reasons to feel good on this Wednesday, to look ahead to Sunday, not as like an execution date, but as a date where something terrific might happen for the Indianapolis Colts against the Los Angeles Rams. All right, the first reason, we'll say it's number six, Frank Reich has never lost a game two. He's never won an opener, but he's never gone 0-2. He has always bounced back from season opening defeats, and he's always lost the season opener, with second games that were victories. He's 3-0 in game twos. Got to feel good about that. Might be a little bit of a stretch. Here's reason number five. Matthew Stafford was today named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. What are the odds that Matthew Stafford could be named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week for a second straight week. They're astronomical. Off the charts bad for for Matthew Stafford, right? He's not playing that sad sack Bears defense for a second week. Matthew Stafford being the Offensive Player of the Week for the second straight week is inconceivable. So Colts have that going for him. Um, Number four. Frank Reich expects, as we said when we talked about injuries, he expects Xavier Rhodes to be a go on Sunday. That's a good thing. Although, if you watch a tape and if you look at grades on a variety of sites, Rocky scene was really not too bad. Run game uh, game and clock management, and better game. You know what? You're not going to beat the Rams running the football. You're just not. We're going to control the clock. We're going to grind out first downs. Yeah, that's, what, that's what the Colts did against the Seahawks. They won the time of possession battle against the Seahawks by 11 and a half minutes and had five more first downs than the Seahawks had. Seahawks still won by 12. What are you going to do? Got to have a, a better game from the secondary? You got to have a better game from that offensive line. Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly played well. Other than that, they were hot garbage. Mark Lewinsky, hot garbage. Braden Smith, although we don't know the extent to which he continued to play after he injured his foot. All right? He is a tough dude. And he didn't come off the field, didn't put the Colts in that situation. He's like, you know, I got an owie. No. He sacked up. He went out. He continued to compete. He didn't compete that well. But you know what? You got to take your cap off to him. We we talk a, a lot about toughness. He stayed on the field. He gutted it out. Good for him. Um, they got to get a lead, right? It is the key. If you get a lead, this defense works. If you don't have a lead, if you're trying to play from behind, this defense is not good at playing from behind, and it's never going to be good at playing from behind. It's not built to play from behind. It's built to play with the lead and hold that lead. All right, number three. The Rams gave up 108 yards rushing last Sunday to David Montgomery. Now, David Montgomery, a third-year player, he's pretty good. He's run for 1,000 yards once, ran for 800 the other time. This past Sunday, in his third season, 108 yards, like I said. So they're not great, despite Aaron Donald and despite Jalen Ramsey, of defending the run. The Colts, they like to run. Maybe Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines can put together a good game and go churn some yards. You're not going to win the game running the football, you know, exclusively. However, if you can run the football, it opens up a lot of other stuff. Now, the Colts are going to have to show the Rams... Right, that they might be able to do something else in order to open up holes for the run. If you're going up against like an eight man front because all people are doing is taking away short routes, screen passes, and the run, you got problems. You know what I mean? If they're cheating safeties up, you got a problem. Um, Why did we only have one play of over 20 yards? Because the offensive line was terrible. So, what are you going to do? Look, Carson Wentz held the ball as long as he possibly could. He held it like 2.97 seconds every time he dropped back, which is too much. They like two and a half to be that level. He held it for 2.97. I think it was 9.7. 2.9 regardless. And they couldn't keep him upright. He got hit 13 times. Three sacks, 10 hits. That's way too many. You're going to get kind of scattered in your thinking. Uh, so that's what uh, – Jonathan Taylor is the best player on the team. He can catch and run at will. Uh, well, yeah, not so much. I, I don't think he's the best player on the team. He's never made a Pro Bowl. Quentin Nelson is an all-pro left guard, right? Uh, Darius Leonard, an all-pro will linebacker. Those two guys, I think, are better at their positions then Jonathan Taylor. Now, if you want to talk about offense, offensive weapons, yes, he is the best they got. He is the only dynamic player on that offense. Michael Pittman, <laughs> week one, terrible, right? Zach Pascal, right now is the best, most reliable wide receiver on that team. What's that tell you? All right, let's not get down on ourselves. Uh, number two, no one believes that the Colts can compete. No one believes that the Colts are going to beat the Rams. If you ask national experts what they believe is going to happen, you know what? None of them will say that the Colts are going to win the game. Yes, they have a chance to turn it around. Every time we think that we've got the NFL figured out, what does the NFL do? It kicks us in the head and it shows us we don't know. I thought that the Packers were going to cover last weekend against the Saints. The Saints beat them like a rented mule. Just when you think you've got the NFL figured out, the NFL teaches you you don't. And this game has an opportunity to be exactly one of those events. And number one, the last time the Colts started 0-2 with both games at home was 1988. The earth hadn't cooled. It's been 33 years since they've lost their two, the first two games of a season at home. 1988? long time ago. Oof. Really long time ago. I could tell you stories about 1988, but I don't think that my wife would enjoy them, and I really don't want to relate them right now. So what do you think about that? 1988, suffice it to say, it was a long time ago. What was I doing in 1988? I think I was an intern at WGN Radio. So uh with Chuck Swirsky and Randy Menkoff and Dwayne Stats, Davey Nelson, Wayne Laravy. Let's go. Colts going 13 and 4 this season. Nathan, take your temperature. <laughs> you might you might want to go see someone. Go to Medcheck immediately. I think you've got a fever of 107. At any rate, the last time the Colts Went 0-2 with both games at home, 1988. Jack Trudeau was the starting quarterback. He went 4-15 and for 78 yards and threw two picks against the Chicago Bears. A passer rating of 9.2. That isn't easy. That was his worst game as a Colt. And again, Frank Reich has never lost a game two. So there you go. It's, those are the six reasons to feel pretty good about the Colts. Some of them, you know what? Hey, you got to find reasons for optimism where you can. Uh, I use Cincinnati on, at noon on Saturday. Gates are going to open 30 minutes early in Bloomington at 10 a.m. to decrease congestion at the scanning areas where they scan your tickets and traffic coming in. If you're coming in from the north, you know what you're up against on the I-69 expansion. You got to get on State Road 67 or take 65 down to 46 or 135 down to Nashville and hop on 46. You got to take another route because I-69 is far too important. People in Indy got to get to Evansville. They got to get to the pocket city. Let's go. What a waste of money. What a waste of my time and your time driving south between Indianapolis and Bloomington. Are you kidding me? Who wants to go to Evansville? No offense, Devin, so. Um, so you, you got ways to get there. And Jim says trivia question today made me laugh because people cheat, right? You've got to retweet. It, it's for 500 bucks cash and $500 in restaurant trade to your favorite restaurant. And the question is, five players for the Indianapolis we were number 13. Can you name them? And you can tell who's copied from who. One of the names is a little bit unusual, and not something that it just rolls off the tongue or comes to memory quickly. And that's Cole Heckendorf. People have misspelled it as Cole Keckendorf and Cole Heckendorf. So you can tell who cheated off who by the mutation of the Cole Heckendorf name. So there you go. Uh, I answered, I want my five hunch to Wolfie's and five hunch in cash. And if I win... I'm buying drinks for the house. I'm taking a five, and I'm walking in, and I'm going to be like Powers Booth and Tombstone. Drinks on me! There you go. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning. Can't wait to talk to you then. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Let's go, Colts! <laughs>